Good evening and welcome back to another episode of Everyday Man of God Ministries. I'm glad you're able to tune in this week. It is Thursday, uh, July. What is the date today? Boy, I get them all wrapped up and uh, wrapped up all mixed together. Thursday, July 8th. So, again, I had a different plan, but I'm not going to do plans anymore. I'm, I'm learning from my YouTube videos and my Rumble videos that making a plan to make a video doesn't always come out the way I think it's going to because something else happens. So I'm not sure I'll even title up many videos in the future. You never know if I'm going to go off course here. But I wanted to talk a little bit about the church buildings burning in Canada, the rabbi being stabbed up in Boston, I think Brighton it was, and the persecutions that are coming. Not so much, and those are church buildings, by the way. Um, and I want to talk a little bit about that. What is going on and what is behind some of it, or what I believe it to be. Now, we can go right into the whole church building thing and how, you know, they're reporting that it burned to the ground in Canada, the anti-church hate crime wave. That was one of the titles I saw. Uh, another one was not in solidarity with us, indigenous leaders. Now, this all stems from that school and... I can't think of what it is off the top of my head. The 215 children uh, found at Kamloops, um, uh, Kamloops Indian Residential School, that's what it was. So this was a school that was, oh boy, I can't remember now. It was uh, late 1800s, I think it was. Um, it was a Canadian church. Um, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and just look it up real fast because I was unprepared for this part. So this was a school that was uh, taken over by the Catholic Church, and I was, okay, that was right, the late 1800s. So 1893 is when it was established. Uh, I'm not going to really go too much in the whole history of it, um, but it was taken over by the Catholics, um, and, well, you know how that is. I... <laughs> If you're um, if you're Catholic, sorry, but uh, this has been the truth for a long, long time. But this is another opportunity the devil gets to use to turn everyone against anyone who believes in the Bible, truly in the Bible and Bible believers, not just certain paragraphs or certain parts of Psalms or Proverbs. Um, you know, all those I call some of them the bumper st sticker uh, Christians. Um, that show up on Sunday. I think I think it was a, there was a singer named Phil Keggy who once sang a song called Sunday's Child. Um, and, and that song was basically, you know, you go to church on Sunday and where are you Monday through Saturday. Um, I had just heard another song, coming across another song. Um, I think it's by some group named Crowned Casting, Ca Casting Grounds? Casting? Something like that. But they were doing another song, same thing about Sunday. When they go to church every Sunday, probably those buildings. But again, don't want to go off base. I'm not sorry, not off base, but off track here. But uh, these 215 children found this. Now, this school was already done and gone away with. But the Catholic has used this situation, again, like I was just saying, to turn people against the churches or all I should say the church buildings and after that the church people um, those who are actually in the body of Christ but I do believe however 
that those who are truly faithful, not to the church buildings or their denomination, but to God, um, Sola Scriptura, the Scripture that Bible, I believe there will be, in some cases, a, and I don't mean to be all uh, uh, spyish here, what's the word I'm looking for, all, you know, CIA, but a cloak sort of in, of invisibility. I don't mean you're going to actually become invisible. I mean, the Lord's going to protect you. Um, but that takes a lot on your part, though. You have to be ready. You have to be ready to turn away from things. You have to be ready to pick up your particular cross, uh, lack of better phrasing, and carry it. Um, now, so this church, like I said, our school, it wasn't a church, it was a school, it was run by them until like the 60s or 70s, and uh, forcing by uh, conversions and forcing these kids to uh, be a certain way and calling the forefathers of that country uh, heathens and so forth. Good way to bring something to your religion. Not at all true at all. So the recent churches that got attacked were uh, the African Evangelical Church, the Siska uh, First Nation Catholic Church, and an Anglican Church, Saint Jean Baptist or Baptiste Parish Church, uh, Saint Cudery, I believe uh, I can never pronounce these words, Tekahawatha Church, and All Nations Full Gospel Church. Um, those are the most recent ones. There have been other ones that have been vandalized, attacked, and, and all these things. Now, again, we just briefly talked about how, where's the stem from? These other churches may or may not have been involved way, way back then or turned their blind eye to it. I don't know. That's not what I'm going to talk about this very moment, although that, that, that has happened and did happen in many churches. Um, so, I, I, what was it, 1892 or 1893, that area, the government... Uh, gave the Oblates of Mary Immaculate the position to run this church. And that was uh, founded by a French priest. But we were in a crazy time, an absolute crazy time. And we need to get ready. Let me, and I want to briefly talk about this rabbi. And I don't mean to make his life a 10 second conversation but I don't know much about him the fact that you know it's eight times he was stabbed but he knew black belt and karate um, and he was able to get out of that situation as now I was gonna say he wasn't as harmed as much eight times being stabbed a lot of times it was an arm and shoulder so he he thanks God for his protection and I'm not gonna say yes or no that he was and not that's not what I'm looking at but now look at, let's go back to the Catholics. I know, I'm, I'm stuck on the Catholics, because where do you think this all stems from? Where? Now see, now you have the right-wing Catholic groups, that, I mean, there's one that spent, oh, who knows how much, I, uh, oh, I was reading the article, 10 million bucks or something like that, attacking uh, uh, Joe Biden, the uh, Catholic. Now here's the thing about, about him, so that's why I left those. Oh, look at that! See these crazy Catholics. Well, I don't believe Joe Biden's Catholic. What? What do you mean? Well, I believe he was. I believe he thinks he still is. I think he thinks he's a lot of things, and sometimes his sanity that he has moments of sanity uh, during all of his insanity. 
uh, perfect puppet. Um, I don't even think Joe knows who Joe is anymore. I don't mean to make that joke like the mainstream does. I mean, I really don't know. When you sell yourself out, uh, sell your soul, basically, to the devil, you really don't know who you are after time. It's like liars who lie all the time, a compulsive liar. They don't even know that they're lying anymore. Why? They're lying about what they're lying about. And that's a sad situation. So he's not, I don't believe, is he a leftist? Yes and no. I believe he is a leftist. Um, I think he is on that far left fringe of things. But he thinks he's still a Catholic. He still thinks he's a Catholic while uh, supporting these far left agendas. That's why the right wing Catholic groups are attacking him saying, hey, what are you doing? But they're also attacking, I think, the current pope too. And I think this current pope is, is just the last pope. And I think many have written about it, but he's, he's going to usher in. Um, the road has already started, as I've mentioned before in other videos. It, it, it had already been laid down. Think of like when they go to pave a road. They, they lay down and you know, they tear up the road. They lay down that gravel, all that. You know, I'm not a paver, so I don't know exactly the, the technicalities or the technical phrasing of the word to use to, to explain or, or describe. But you've seen roads paved. They dig it up, they lay down the first coat or the gravel stuff, then they put a coat on it, then they put the other coat. Well, the road for the Antichrist, the road was already dug. It's already been torn up. And I think the they're just finishing up uh, laying down that top of the, the first surface until we get to that final surface. And I think after this Pope is the final surface. We've been they've been working on this. So I'm like, oh, well, then the Catholics must be good people. They're against Joe Biden. No, they're against some people on the left because they don't support everything the Catholic is trying to do. So the Catholic has been in charge of doing all of this, tearing up left and right. And they've been creating so many issues for so long, it's ridiculous. And we're talking about the, the Roman Catholic Church. I'm not saying every Catholic is a bad Catholic. I think some, and I don't know how sometimes, but I think some just don't know enough and they go, well you know this is what scripture says well as you know in the last um, uh, podcast slash video that I did scriptures were changed well you know the lineage of the King James Bible had stayed the same along with the original Tyndale Bible the Coverdale Bible the Matthews Bible uh, I'm looking behind me here uh, the Great Bible the Geneva Bible bishops up to King James uh, they all stayed the same in a lot of their words there wasn't much change when they say oh, oh they completely changed well uh, we're going a lot we did uh, Colossians last week we're getting into that talking about that but the Catholic Bible when Dewey reams when they start with that well the NIV the ESV well basically everything that's not from the King James lineage follows that Dewey reams even all the way down to the Tyndale I know you're thinking of yourself, you said, well, you just mentioned the Tendil in the previous com uh, sentence with the King James. I did. I did. But then they redid it. The New Living Translation from Tyndale, they say Tyndale, kind of fools you with the change of words there. So, there can be a lot of confusion when it comes to that. But we are, and I mentioned in a YouTube video a while back, probably a year and a half ago, I remember driving by this church, and I think it was St. Mary's. I think that's what it was called. 
But it, uh, down here in Connecticut, um, it had it had been. I'm stumbling over my words. It had been abandoned for quite a while, issues and so forth. Um, but I was thinking of it when I saw. It, I'm like, wow, that's strange. I mean, what happened? I mean, why did that church go down? I mean, it's you know, it's funded by the Catholics. They got plenty of money. Um, maybe it's all the lawsuits and all the payouts for all the boys that they've molested and. And all of that. And then I had a dream that night. No, I'm not saying I had this prophetic dream. I'm not. I, I don't. I've never, um, never claimed to be prophetic, and never will be claiming that at all. So I don't. I really don't like when I see that a lot of times. When I had this dream, I'm a prophet. I prophesy. And uh, no. But, I, but anyways, that night I had a, had a dream that. In the next couple of years, although my dream was a year, and then I thought maybe a couple of years, but that all the church buildings were going to be starting to be destroyed, torn down. They're all just going to crumble. They were going to shut their doors. And then COVID hit. And then the doors started getting shut. And yet now you have these churches burning. So call me a reluctant prophet, maybe. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not a reluctant prophet. God, I guess, spoke to me in that moment and said, I'm showing you something. And you need to get the word out, which I've been doing ever since. I I have, uh, as the old saying goes, I'm screaming from the top of the mountains to anyone who will hear me. Because, you know, there's a saying that's gone around lately, Silence is complicit. Well, silence of spreading the gospel, the word of God, well, you're complicit to them going to their damnation. I don't want that on my conscience. So I speak. Even when you don't want to hear me, I'm talking. I'm going to keep on talking until my mouth can't move anymore. And I guess I'm good at that because I've always been... Um, uh, a confrontational person my whole entire life so I guess that works for me but here we are burning buildings it won't be the last so I was trying to look up the scriptures there was a couple of them I was trying to think of well one I, I was thinking of I did find that one but there was another one I came across that I wasn't thinking about and I'm going to read both of them to you so I'm going to start with Oh, this is Matthew. What do I want to start? Isaiah. That's what I was going to start with. Isaiah chapter 3. Now, this is in the King James Bible. Um, let me preface that. I always read from the King James Bible. That's it. That won't change. So, chapter 3, verse 5. You know what? I can't see that. Let me get to the man. There we go. Chapter 3, verse 5. And the people shall be oppressed, every one by another, and every one by his neighbor. The child shall behave himself proudly against the ancient, and the base against the honorable. Now, I read that for a reason, because that's a different time frame. Now we want to go to Matthew chapter 10, verse 21. The words of Jesus. 
And the brother shall deliver up the brother to death. And the father, the child, and the children shall rise up against their parents and cause them to be put to death. And ye shall be hated of all men for my name's sake. But he that endureth to the end shall be saved. But when they persecute you in this city, flee ye into another. For verily I say unto you, ye shall not have gone over the cities of Israel till the Son of Man be gone. So what I like about that scripture, and we can talk about what who it's being directed to, but the, the point of the scripture is, and we know endure it to the end, well some of us I guess believe that they, they know, it's not to the end of the tribulation, it's not, it, it's endure to the end of his arrival. And that's, that's the important thing. And then all shall be well again. But notice the parts about the brothers shall turn on each other. There's another scripture, and I think it's in Timothy, and I, I'm not 100% sure, so I apologize. That the mother, I'm sorry, the daughter against the mother-in-law, the mother and daughter-in-law, everyone's going to turn on each other. And you see that happening now. It started with the COVID-19. Well, I guess it started with a lot of things, but... COVID-19 really brought that out, the pandemic there. Um, and then the death shots, the vaccinated and the unvaccinated. And, you know, there was an article by Dr. Fauci who said um, there's such great division in America between the unvaccinated and the vaccinated. I'm like, yeah, who do you think caused it? Oh, by the way, Roman Catholic just thought I'd let you know that one. Um now, let's talk about Trump for just a second. I wasn't going to. Now, we're all excited, you know. Oh, Trump is going to come in to save the day, and, you know, this wouldn't have happened under him. What exactly wouldn't happen under him? I'm not sure what you're talking about. And I, I find it funny that the thing that the Democrats and the far left are taking credit for that Donald Trump actually did is something I blame Donald Trump for. And that's the vaccines, the death shot. It is under him that the death shot became a reality, that they pushed this forward. He was fine with it. And then the Democrats are taking credit for it, So, which I find rather interesting. You're taking credit for the future deaths of millions of people from the man who was involved with starting it, or I should say approving the death shot, for, you know, with the advice from the man who helped create the death shot, which is Fauci. So you have Fauci to Trump to Biden. So when you, when you tell me you're voting for Trump because he's going to save the nation, no, he's not. I'll tell you what, though, he is building himself up to be quite the savior, which is rather scary. And they say, oh, well, the evangelicals support him. So, you know, he's the man. The Catholics support him, too. That's the interesting thing about Donald Trump. A lot of people support him from different faiths and walks. That doesn't always happen. It just doesn't happen. 
So I'm weary of that. The savior called Trump. No, he is not a savior at all. Now there are things he was for that I think he's right about. But remember, the Roman Catholic Church didn't completely change every word of God. They changed just enough so it doesn't look suspicious. You see what I'm saying? No, we're, just, we're the same. We're the same. Really? Are we? We get into the whole faith and works and works and faith. No, we believe in faith and works. It's just that we believe the works a little bit more than the faith. Mm. So it's all. The, it's just that slight twist. They're like the magician with the sleight of hand. Well, now the sleight of hand has become a dangerous situation. An ideological civil war. There are some of us who have been saying this for a long time. That the next division of America was not going to be about race. It will be used, but it won't be about that. See, now the LGBTQPDF, whatever it is nowadays, you ever wonder why they put a plus at the end? Because there's more initials coming. P will be one of them. But even a lot of them supported Trump. What? So look at the Republican Party. Look at uh, Caitlyn Jenner, who's a conservative now, a Republican. The, um, the uh, what, what do you want, trans there. You know, Bruce Jenner, the runner, the Olympic gold medalist. It's chaos. Everybody's confused. Well, wait a minute. If you're, how can you be trans and be Republican? How can you be... Wait, why are you gay and not Democrat and, and not... See the confusion? See, the Roman Catholic Church helped with that, too. Remember when they briefly came out and said, oh, yeah, no, we, you know, hey, let them be them. And then they're like, oh, we're against it. And you're like, wait a second. So the, the LGP there, they're going, wait a minute, I thought you were for it, now you're against it. I'm totally confused. Yeah, that's the point. As I'm probably screaming or talking too loudly into my microphone, so if I am, I apologize for that. And we go back to the same saying. God is not the author of confusion. The devil is. When you open up the Bible, it's pretty clear. It's very clear. But when you change different things and you change different uh, parts of the Bible and different things, then, you know, it could be different. It could be a different situation. It could have a different meaning or context or anything like that. That is definitely a possibility. I think I had a little dead air there, so I apologize. So, there are some who call Biden an embarrassment to Catholicism. I think Catholicism, or Roman Catholic Church, run by the Roman Catholic emperors, is an embarrassment. Along with Biden. So who am I going to vote for the next presidency? No one. 
no one because it doesn't matter. Will I vote my local town? Absolutely. Or I should say most likely, unless the Lord puts it in my heart not to. Like the last election. I don't hate Donald Trump. I just know that he's just part of the problem. So we've got Biden, who's the worst possible thing. We have the Catholic Church doing all those terrible things. Look at that. It's all coming back now, isn't it? The Roman Catholic Church are much like liars. You can only lie so long until the truth comes out and all their lies begin to become exposed. Now I'm going to pause on the Catholic Church for a moment. I'm going to move away from the Roman Catholic Church and I'm going to mention this part now. Yes, the Pentecostal churches, the Evangelical churches, the denominations of the Baptist, the Church of Christ, the Jehovah Witness, all of them. Well, they have in common. They all have, actually, I should say, they have, some of the things they have in common, they, they all have well-meaning people in them, but they're all corrupt. What is not corrupt is your house. You can keep your home uncorrupted, or the best that you can. I know some of you are saying, well, got some issues going on right now, and I didn't plan, or even new Christians. I get it. But raise the children you're having now. And you're going to do okay. Get away from these cities. You're going to be okay. So these 215 children that were found at the Kamloops Indian Residential School. Well, that's just the tip of the iceberg. You think they're the only ones? They're not. I recall Ireland. Pretty sure it was Ireland. Same thing out there. And all the babies that were dead and buried underneath the, the fields out there at the Catholic place, the school, or whatever you want to call it. How about the bodies found in that home of Benjamin Franklin? Wait, what's that got to do with anything? He's not Catholic. He was a thought he was a God-fearing man. No, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. That's gonna make some of you founding father nuts pretty mad when I say that. I actually have a lot of that here. I don't know, I just reorganized my library over here. I don't know where the books are. Time is drawing. The time is definitely drawing near. We're almost there. Persecution. I'm eventually guessing that I will be. I mean, I get mocked. Because I owe oh, you. Jesus, oh Jesus, oh Jesus wants to, you prayed on your arm and it came better, oh. I can't stand that. It bugs them so much. Sorry that your pagan Catholic church philosophies didn't work for you. <laughs> Interesting uh, side note, I'm always going on track here. I work at a uh, center, donation center, and uh, Swerve in the dark and stuff was donating and, and all the time I think I've mentioned this before every time I get books that are donated it's the same books almost it's like the Catholic Bible or some Catholic you know, paraphernalia with Joyce Meyer, Joel Steen 
and you know, and Harry Potter or the Twilight series. That really sums it up, doesn't it? It's absolutely amazing. Last week I got one of the same thing. It was uh, the Catholic Bible, um, rediscovering Catholicism, Chelsea Handler and vodka. And I'm like, what in the world? Every time. You know what the hardest thing to find? If you go to any thrift store, if anybody listen to this, go to your thrift stores. The hardest thing to find is a King James Bible. There's not a lot of them out there, but you, you'll go there and you'll see plenty of like New Age stuff and plenty of Catholic stuff because they're just donating them because it didn't work. And somehow they got a hold of King James Bible like, oh, this is good. And some of the King James Bibles you might find were people that already had owned them for a long time. And they passed away. And their family donated them to a local thrift store. So, with these church buildings burning, and the rabbi being stabbed, and we're talking about persecutions, they'll, they're going to be uh, misplaced in a way. Certain people are going to be persecuting for no reason at all. Well, I shouldn't say no reason at all. The cross in your car, I don't know why, you know, that's kind of, uh, so best way of saying it's not right. Um, times are coming to a close, as is this podcast. A lot of hate. A lot of hate. It, it's, it's just going to get worse. Just gonna get worse. Not me. I, you know, I, I, I go to church every Sunday. Uh huh. It's not. Doesn't matter. It's not how you're gonna get there. It's not how you're gonna get there at all. Thank you. I really do appreciate you taking your time to listen to my podcast. Now in the future, I hope to make them longer, and I hope the sound quality gets better. Um, I'm not—I uh, don't get backed by a lot of advertisers or anything, so I just kind of save my money to go and uh, try to buy what I can to make this a a more enjoyable-sounding podcast. Well, I don't know, maybe I'm going to be bringing too much doom and gloom for everybody, yeah, you know. They won't have uh, they can have problems with. <laughs> I was reading a uh, gospel track one day called uh, "Why Can't I Be Happy?" And usually it's the people who can't be happy that seem to be all over the place. A lot of people, believe it or not, they're searching for the meaning of life. Started in the 60s and 70s, well, maybe long before that, but the whole idea of it, searching for the meaning of life, finding the right guru. Now, people are trying to find that. That's why we had that explosion in the 80s of the self-help books and so forth. People want to know what they're, why they're supposed to be here. What are the reasons? They went to the New Age stuff. That didn't work. They went to the church buildings, and that didn't work proper discipleship but not, the one thing you didn't hear in the, in the church buildings was home church because that means no money for them 
Now, I'm not saying you can't support. I mean, I, I'm, I'm asking for it myself. I'm, I'm asking, hey, if you want to give a donation so we can collect or buy more Bibles, uh, King James Bibles and Gospel Tracts, and get them out there. And again, I think I said before, if you don't support me, that's fine too. There's a, a, a um, website, the Wine Press. Support them. So with that, uh, I'll close this out. As I said, I was going to before. I'm going to say God bless you. I love you. And keep an eye on your family. Keep an eye on what's going on around you. Stay strong. And stay in the Word of God. Good night.